Hello and welcome to the Ultimate Audio Bang, Rock Paper Shotgun's fortnightly podcast where we keep you updated on all things online shooters. Today I'm joined by Hayden. Uh, how's it going? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, how are you? Yeah, I am not too bad. Uh, we were literally just saying I'm going to try and shake off this tiredness and I like rubbed my eyes and then just like launched into that <laughs> intro. <laughs> We're ready for a break. That's what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, we're like very ready for some holiday, which uh, which you're which you're going on soon, aren't you? You're going. You're yeah, going I go on Thursday this week. We're recording early. It's, I, <laughs> yeah. What is time? What is time? <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, as of recording, I'm going in a couple of days, um, and I am so ready. But then, like, I've been saying. To, to everyone that RPS, <laughs> anyone I can have a moan to, that like I was really excited for a sun holiday, and now that it's like here and I'm going, like I'm suddenly terrified because like we've had some very hot weather over the past few days. So like, well, not the past few days, I guess like the past couple of weeks. Like here, we got. Up to thirty, right? Like one day was that over the Jubilee weekend? It, like, it was horrendous. Day? Yeah, it was like around then, wasn't it? Yeah, and like where I'm going, it's like thirty-five daily. <laughs> I have very pasty skin. <laughs> <laughs> I am gonna burn so bad. It's it's giving me genuine fear and anxiety. <laughs> have you got like the fifty SPF? Uh, you know. Sun cream, I'm trying to find the best stuff I can. I'm trying to find the best stuff I can, but I don't. I don't know if anything will work. Um, I did. Uh, a, a friend of a friend recently showed me. They have what looks like headphones that they had ordered off Amazon, but the, you know, on headphones, like the big bits that you put over your ears. Yeah, yeah, like the hooks. So, yeah, they put these headphones round their neck, and those bits are fans. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> and it was what? honestly revolutionary. Like I've never seen anything like it before. And like I had a go, and it was quite loud. Like your entire conversation would have to be like shouting. But it's portable aircon, <laughs> and honestly, I might have to get that before I go because it was it was amazing. Um, was it, as a it was... kid, as a kid, I used to have like a little wind up one from like. Disneyland or something that was like garbage. So this feels like the I earn money, like you know what I mean, like upgrade. Like <laughs> yeah, but like are you not like incredibly self conscious when you're wearing them because you're no. basically wearing? No, you're not. You're I don't. Totally... I don't worry about those things. It's, it's... I wish I was like you, Hayne. I feel like I'd be wearing <laughs> fans around my neck or whatever, and I'd be like, please, please don't look at these fans around my neck. <laughs> <laughs> but everyone would be really jealous. That's how you make friends because they're like, "Oh, can I borrow your weird neck fan?" And it's like, "Of course you can." It's amazing. <laughs> I like the idea that you basically can't hear anything either. It's like, yeah, probably quite relaxing like, in a way. Like, of course you can borrow them. It's like, oh, of course you. Can. <laughs> <laughs> screaming at people. <laughs> well, I look forward to to hearing about. Uh, your sort of holiday adventures, your relaxing time soon. I do, I, again, I'm thinking about when that's going to be for us in terms of the podcast. At some yeah. point in the future, time is like a blur to us now anyway. Um, I do have to ask, is it relaxing if you melt or bake? Like, does a lobster find it relaxing as they get cooked? I don't know. I don't know if, that's, does, I don't know if <laughs> relaxing is the right word. I don't know if you ever watched Mr. Blobby, but there's an episode where he goes into there. I obviously did as a child. I watched a lot of Mr. Blobby. <laughs> there was an episode where he goes into a sauna and just melts into a puddle of, like, pink goo. Like, <laughs> I don't think that's relaxing. <laughs> is that what you're expecting? Pretty it much. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I do know there's a little nearby though, so I'm gonna like hide in the little. That's that's the plan. But they probably have aircon. Yeah, they must have aircon. Or there <laughs> there'll definitely be an aisle which is just filled with like industrial like drills and like ski equipment. Because I swear like every little and like Audi has just like that middle aisle just the filled with random yeah. stuff. Um <laughs> and that'll be exciting. And maybe there'll be like a massive industrial fan there that you can just stand under. Maybe they sell neck fans that go. <laughs> your neck 
<laughs> and if not, they'll have a freezer aisle, and I'll just spend my entire holiday in Lidl's freezer aisle. You know, just like with the frozen chicken nuggets. <laughs> That'll be absolutely excellent. I almost like weirdly. When you mentioned Mr. Blobby and melting into a puddle, for whatever reason, I thought that you'd like melt into a puddle, come back here, like reform into Hayden and your voice would like change or something. Like you'd become like a new, slightly like different Hayden. Um, <laughs> I take like evil. I take on a new personality. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so I look, oh, yeah, I do look forward to, to meeting that sort of reformed post like baked Hayden. Um, so yes. Very good stuff. A good when we start next do the pod, pod, I'll just start with like a completely different accent and try and hold it the entire time. <laughs> so now on to our point of interest. Uh, this is the part of the pod where we pick a theme and have a good old discussion about it. So for this week's chat, we're talking time investments, fear of missing out, kind of the games with their battle passes and their challenges and their limited time events. Um, and just the fact that we're all really difficult to keep up with, um, sort of in FPS land. Um, and the fact that that's often quite off-putting, um, at least for, for me and Hayden. Um, so Hayden, are there kind of any games that spring to mind where you're just like, there's, there's two, there's sort of, it requires too much engagement from me and that's that's too much basically um i i think to be completely blunt and honest i think all of all of them uh all of the shooters um uh, maybe demand a little too much um and i i feel like i can articulate that in a in a way that makes sense like <laughs> <laughs> I just hate shooting games. <laughs> um, no, there's, there's. I go through cycles of like, I want to play a little bit of everything, or I want that feeling of getting hooked on all of them. So, like, recently I've been getting back into Destiny Two over the past couple, like, past month, month and a half. Um, and a couple of other shooters as well. Um, but Destiny 2, like, primarily, I guess. Um, How are you finding that? That must be extremely disorienting, or at least I would find that. Yeah, it, Destiny 2 is not an easy one to get into. Like, it is just a mess, because, like, they've sunsetted a lot of, like, older content, so, like, the storyline is, like, chopped in half and you get the back half of it because uh, like the original campaign's gone the first few expansions are like gone entire planets have gone like it just it's not destiny 2 that came out you know yeah five years ago now um but yeah it, it, it took me a while to get into it um but like, i think i've kind of settled now because and i'll go back to your really a point in a minute of like well i'll go back to kind of what i was gonna say about getting into a load of them but with destiny 2 it's interesting because there's so much you can do Uh, and and i'm at the point now where i'm grinding like powerful and pinnacle gear so like you can get that from almost any activity and with destiny 2 i think the right approach is you play the bits you're interested in leave the rest so if, if you really like crucible like pvp you can do that and earn like your pinnacle gear or your powerful gear and ignore the rest of the game because like who has time to get you know the powerful gear from the crucible and from their pve raids and from strikes and from world events and you know what i mean and all these different things you can do to get it like no one reasonably is going to do all of that content every week but if you really like crucible you can easily play like 10 crucible matches in a week and you know what i mean and get your powerful yeah. gear there so like it, 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 you kind of have more freedom of approach with Destiny, which I think is a good way to tackle it. Because going back to what I was saying earlier about, like, I like to get hooked on all of them. I like that feeling of getting into a shooter. But the second, you know, I'll get in, I'll buy the battle passes, and then after a week or two, like, the, the second I'm like, oh, I don't really feel like playing today, there's that part of me that's like, but you should play today because, you know, there are daily challenges to complete or there are weekly challenges to complete or there is something I should be working towards, right? Or 
you know, you, you, you get into one and ideally it'd be at the start of the season, but usually it isn't. So you get into one half of the season and you're like, ah, well, I, I <laughs> break down how long the battle pass has left. And I'm like, right, okay, if I want that really cool skin at the end, I have to do like five tiers a day, right? right Which instantly yes. becomes a chore. That's where I lose. That's where like I almost chicken out of like engaging any further with it because I'm like, I will like like tap out for a day or two, and it's almost like if you take a sick day off work and then you come back and you're like, oh, I feel loads better, but there's like so much to catch up on. That's what it is. You don't want to feel like that with a game, right? But that's that's what that's how I feel anyway. Um, I yeah, I get you. I I it, it's pinnacle gear and and that sort of I don't know whatever you call it gear. Um, is that the only way that in Destiny you're able to kind of level up your character, sort of your character's number still? Oh, we get to more Destiny. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, because I I'm trying to like remember. Um, remember destiny and i'm sort of like has it changed uh loads since i last played um to the point where that sort of stuff is is different now um because yeah i, I remember like like as you were saying with crucible with with strikes with, with raids and stuff you could kind of earn your sort of pinnacle gear which would uh which is your tickets kind of raising your character's level but it would only like you could only earn like a couple of them or something. Kind of once you you ticked off the crucible ones, that was kind of that was it for for that week. You'd have to kind of wait for that uh, the the pinnacle loot to kind of reset, so you can kind of come back to it next week. So it kind of like lock your progression. Um, I suppose if you did every single activity um, each week, then you could raise your character's level a, a huge amount. Um, but realistically, no one's going to do that. So you probably just stick to one or two, like you said. Um, I don't know. I just, again, I just remember only liking two or three activities, only really being able to complete like one or two, and then just kind of having almost not a lot to to do in the game because that was kind of all I all I was working towards was getting the pinnacle gear and. And and once you kind of earned that in one or two of the activities you liked, you like well, uh, <laughs> but guess I'll just play another game then until next week when the pinnacle gear kind of refreshes. Um, yeah, that's exactly it. Um, so like uh, when Destiny Two came out, it was quite different. They would have standard leveling, like XP based leveling, up to I believe level twenty, and then you would get light, like a, a light number. Uh, and the rest of the game would be increasing that number, right? Which I think is the standard Destiny that everyone yeah. remembers. Um, now, Destiny 2, which might be what you remember, I, I don't know when you last played, but standard XP progression is gone. That doesn't exist. Like, you don't have a character level. Um, light is now called power, and your power level, uh, you, you, there are multiple caps so there's like a soft cap uh i can't remember the exact number and it does change with each season uh but like there's a soft cap uh that you can get to by doing whatever you want and enemies will drop loot and that loot will raise you know your power up to the soft cap eventually that is very fast and that's like the beginner path uh i did that within days um you hit soft cap, and then the only way to increase to like the next power cap, which is if you think soft cap is maybe like 1350 to 1500, right? Uh, then the next cap might be like 1500 to 1530. So, like, it's a lot, it's a much smaller range, but it takes a lot longer to get because you could only get it through powerful or pinnacle gear which are like you say loads of activities in destiny 2 will give you like one piece of powerful gear or pinnacle gear 
each week. So you can do three strikes, maybe. I don't remember exactly, but like, you know, you can play five matches of Crucible and you'll get a powerful gear item. You know, you can do a few strikes and you'll get a powerful gear item. You can do a nightfall strike and get a powerful gear item. Um you can do like, you know, eight bounties for the gunsmith. And that'll give you a, so there's loads of stuff you can do. Uh, and, and realistically, not everyone's going to do all of those because you do only have a week and then it resets. Um, so, as you say, it kind of gives you freedom to pick the activity you like most. But then if there are other bits you don't like and you complete, just, you know, if you really like Crucible and you complete that within like two days, what do you do for the rest of the week, right? Because like if you're not interested in the other parts, then you're just kind of left hanging <laughs> until the Tuesday reset. Um but yeah, that'll take you up to like another cap. And then there's like an even higher cap, which you can only get through pinnacle gear, I believe. So that's like, the you know, only the pinnacle activities that are really hard. So that's like your nightfall strikes, your raids, uh, that kind of stuff. So, and then alongside that, you have a battle pass. Which is oh god, yeah, I'd forgotten about <laughs> the, the fact that Destiny also has... A battle pass which seems strange to me mm-hmm. um considering uh, i don't know the fact that it's kind of like a light i suppose live service games have battle passes don't they but destiny strikes me as something where it, it they could just chuck in stuff that you could earn by doing strikes and whatever else um rather than just having a separate reward track presumably just for cosmetics nowadays <laughs> is that what it is for this battle pass the presumably battle pass destiny is honestly uh maybe the most crucial battle pass i could think of like i mean we can talk more battle passes in a minute but you know you play stuff like halo infinite or call of Duty apex legends like those battle passes are mostly weapon skins and character skins a few garbage sprays and profile icons that no one cares about right like that kind of stuff um but in destiny 2 okay so <laughs> how do we explain this um say you get like an exotic and it's at power 15 10 uh, and then over time you know all your other stuff gets up to like power 15 30 but you still really want to use that exotic but it's kind of like dragging you down right yeah i get you i get you um in the battle pass there's stuff called like upgrade modules which are otherwise like quite expensive or hard to get like within game currency and like they're quite rare but the battle pass will like give you a handful of upgrade modules, um, which you can use to essentially boost the power of that item by consuming another item. Uh, so if you have like a legend, like an exotic helmet that's fifteen ten, and then just like a standard helmet that you found afterwards that's fifteen thirty, you can consume that higher level one, uh, and the exotic's power number will go up. Right. So you can keep your really cool item, but boost it up to the same power level as everything else, uh, so it isn't dragging you down anymore. I hope that made sense. <laughs> yeah, no, that seems extremely important to have in a yeah. battle pass. I, I, I guess you can earn them in-game anyway, but it just seems like a very important item to be distributing through <laughs> a paid battle pass. Yeah, um, you can earn them You can earn them in-game as well, uh, but the battle pass is like the easiest route to get them and the most consistent route of getting them. Um, and there are like exotics tied to the battle pass as well, you know what I mean? Like exclusive weapons and stuff that you, you, you just don't get otherwise. Um, oh, and that's that seems like uh, a massive shame. Because I think part of Destiny for me and like the fact I was like super invested in it once upon a time, but I, you know, I dropped out for a bit. I don't know, because of, I don't know, life, I suppose. Um, and now I'm afraid to go back because there's so much that I've missed out on. You know, I've missed out on these these exotic super weapons i missed out on loads of those i missed out on tons of seasons loads of the dlc has kind of been like chopped out and like i don't know reshuffled around um and the fact that there are like special guns within the battle pass (laughs) um only furthers that like i just can't right now i couldn't see myself getting back into destiny or at least it's like just because so much has changed I would go back and I I would just feel like, look, um, th- there's too much here that I, I've missed out on. And I'm one of those people that 
doesn't like to miss out on stuff. Like I, I want to kind of have everything. Otherwise, I'll feel like my character's incomplete. And and maybe I don't know if there are ways in Destiny to earn like guns um, from previous seasons and stuff. I bet that's an absolute like ball ache. Um, yeah. So there are you, there's something called like. <laughs> I don't remember the exact name, so I just call it it's like the exotic Voltatron or something. I don't know. Um, <laughs> you, you go to it and you can look at all the guns, like the exotic gear from previous seasons, and you can spend exotic cryptogrammicals, and you can use those to purchase those guns. But exotic cryptogrammaticals are very difficult to get. And like I've been playing a month and a half and maybe have one. So like <laughs> it would take you so long to grind them out. But if there's like a specific one that was like really good and everyone uses, in theory you can get it. Um which is nice. That like, kind of solves your issue of like you wouldn't be completely missing out. You just a wouldn't get them through doing like the cool missions that people might have done in the past, um, and b they are a lot harder to get now because it isn't just uh, you know level up the battle pass or complete this mission like it now it is like tiresomely grind out these how, and, like, how materials you, or whatever you know what I mean. How do you feel about um, like? The, the grind um in in games like destiny or, or destiny of course like how do you feel about having to grind out like a token to get a, a material and that material you have to grind to get like you know just this end like layers upon layers of grinding which i feel like destiny kind of doubled down on i think just before i you know as i was leaving i think that was when the community was kind of uh, there was a lot of like tension in the community and there's a lot of uproar and all of that sort of stuff and and there's a lot of pressure being put on Bungie to kind of change up change up destiny i can't remember if it was kind of in that phase where it wasn't like hardcore enough um and it was kind of there was almost a lack of like grinding and things were very like streamlined and it was easy to kind of reach the the max level and and get the weapons you wanted and all that sort of stuff um whereas now i think it's it's it sort of encourages encourages the grind and spending you know really investing your time um it's your main game and it's ba- it's basically your life um to play destiny like do you is there a point at which you're like i kind of wish it was like more streamlined do you like to grind in games for stuff you know i'm not i'm not sure like i it it, it it's odd, but like sometimes, um, because the reason I play Destiny, for me at least, is because it's like it's a very good FPS. Um, I like running around, you know, the moon and shooting aliens, uh, and using my cool abilities and you know doing like my triple jump and throwing knives in the air, and it it just the movement and combat just feel really good. So like. All of the other stuff is, if it's like a means to doing, you know, fighting cool new bosses, or th- then it's okay, and I can do that grind because it's enjoyable. You know, like it has its own reasons for me to enjoy it. the The painful grind in Destiny is when it's like, if you want to get upgrade modules yourself in game, for example then you need to go and find a hundred pieces of the rare material on the moon. And that can take a lot of time because you're just running around looking for these things on the floor that like spawn maybe once or twice in a zone. And like you find that and it just takes so long. Um, And no one enjoys that. It's not fun, right? Like it's just boring. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. I, I, that reminds me actually i remember like the exotic like weapon quests before i stopped playing where like to get um you had to like almost assemble a gun through like five stages of quest you had to like you know the first the first few 
the first couple of stages were like fairly simple. You had to find like, I don't know, 10 crystals or something and you complete that bit. And then you have to find like a hidden item on another planet or whatever. And you're like, okay, this is fine. And then you reach kind of stage three, four and five and it becomes just like more tedious. I remember having to find this like big, there's like these big sphere enemies with like laser, they fire laser beams at you and it was like an invisible one or something that would spawn at like a very specific time and place. And you're constantly just re like trying to reload into a planet and you'd be like, Oh, it's not here. Oh, all right. I'll reload back out, go back in. It's still not there. And just having to like find these, these like dumb bosses that would never spawn when you wanted them to, um, just to like assemble this one weapon and even when you defeated it you'd have to then i don't know kill like 200 <laughs> scouts in in a very specific way by like headshotting them with a sniper rifle from 250 meters away um and it was like man this like this is just too much like this this is a, as you were saying it's just it becomes a chore like you're meant to be assembling this really cool weapon and all you're doing is is everything but assembling the weapon. Um, you're just you're just using other guns and finding bits that are like very unrelated to, to, to yeah. the gun you're building. Um, it should be all a cool of that thing. Is definitely still there. <laughs> um, like I've spent countless hours, you know, doing those exotic quests and you know, hopping between planets for like miscellaneous meal tasks um and it yeah it destiny makes a lot of things feel really cool and maybe that like that was a really good point of like the one thing destiny fails at is making like getting those exotic weapons feel awesome like you know like in avengers infinity war Thor goes to, like, a dying star, right? And, like, reactivates the forge in the star to make a cool new Thanos-killing weapon. And in Destiny 2, you <laughs> run around and collect, you know, a bunch of... I don't know the words again. I don't... I don't Gem, gems, crystals. Halcyon fragments or something yeah. like that on the moon. And then you take them to Eris Vaughn and then she's like, go kill 500 dregs or whatever they're called and you're, you know, and you're like okay I'll go do that and then you run around because those enemies don't spawn in that quantity there's usually like three or four in a group so you're constantly running through the same zone waiting for them to respawn so that you can, <laughs> can like keep ticking up on your counter oh, exhausting a chore exactly That's and that to go back to your very first question Ed, like is there anything that like you know do do I guess that I can engage with or struggle to engage with, like that's the point where I stop. And that is why I end up in a cycle of trying about 10 different FPSs in rotation constantly, because like, I'll get to that point where it is just a tiresome chore, give up and, you know, hop into Warzone. Um, and then eventually after a few weeks, I kind of want to not play Warzone for a day. And then I'm like, but if I don't, you know, then I don't, I have to earn more battle pass tiers the next day because you know if I like miss a day, then I'm gonna like not be able to keep up by the end of the season. <laughs> yeah, I Warzone actually, um, I feel like follows on from uh, sort of a point about um, it, it, the chase, the exotic kind of chase, um, creating and crafting these like cool weapons and stuff like the journey there is like you were saying just really really dull um and i found actually kind of the war zone modern warfare uh sort of relationship um is quite like similar to that actually uh, i don't know if you found this but i remember in, in Warzone, um, I don't know if it's like that this now, but sort of back in the day, early days, um, where you try and follow the meta, so like the strongest guns to use, or if new guns were introduced, you kind of have to. If you didn't own Modern Warfare, if you didn't, you know, if you didn't purchase that game, then leveling up your guns in Warzone was 
like the slowest experience known to man and like you'd be like at a genuine disadvantage because you wouldn't have the attachments and and whatever else you needed to kind of make that gun um particularly good in the war zone kind of environment um and i just remember when new guns were released and people were like wow these these are like these are amazing you need to use them for war zone but you couldn't unlock them you could unlock them in war zone but like the challenge to get them would be like the most obtuse shit i've ever seen in my life <laughs> uh, and even still actually in modern warfare it was still as like as ridiculous as like so like niche but at least it was like easier because you could kind of jump into into like a team death match as opposed to like a a slow paced battle royale um but you just have to like grind out these you know, these there's these guns are meant to be really cool and the game would just task you with like the, the the dullest mission like the most obnoxious thing you've ever had to do in modern warfare yeah, it'd be like get get a triple kill with a combat knife and an assault rifle and a sniper rifle while 360 no scoping within five seconds yeah like, literally <laughs> literally <laughs> i remember feeling like obligated to play because uh, at that time I was writing uh, quite, you know, I was writing guides for, for another for another website uh, before RPS um, for, about about Warzone and stuff. Uh, well, actually, no, it might be for RPS, you know, um, early sort of the early days. Um, and I, I, I had to play, I had to do these challenges, you know. Like I, I really liked Warzone at the time, so I was like, man, I've, I've got to, I've got to jump back into Modern Warfare tonight and like you know try and attempt this challenge. Um, and sometimes it will be like me jumping in because there will be a limited time event or something that had like the perfect conditions for doing a particular challenge that I hadn't ticked off, which would unlock a gun that would be good for Warzone. Um, and I think that was the beginnings of me kind of, I like I was engaging with the game a lot and I was investing a lot of time in it. Um, and actually really enjoying it but but that was a time where i was like you know what actually maybe i just i need to stop like this is just this this is ridiculous like i'm actually wasting an evening on getting a spinning headshot with a with a hatchet <laughs> like you know just like all, all these stupid challenges um yeah and it's exactly that it's it's when when you feel like you're wasting an evening that's not fun right and that immediately just puts you off playing um and i think that sums it all up perfectly really like you don't want to feel like when you go on your game to have fun you can't even have fun and do the things you want to do because you have to waste an evening trying to get a 360 hatchet headshot from a you know 500 meters away like <laughs> it's ridiculous there's no one enjoys that why gate your stuff behind such stupid tasks Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fortunately, I I say maybe I'm wrong in the past few months, but I don't think like that level of tedium exists in Warzone anymore. Um, new guns are usually tied, at least like primarily to the battle pass. Like, so you will hit a certain tier and you will get them. Once that battle pass expires, those guns then become challenges. So if you didn't get them on the battle pass, you don't have to complete shitty challenges to get them, which might involve a 500 meter 360 headshot with a tomahawk. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Some garbage like that will, you know, probably be the case. Um, but while, like, you know, the, the stupid objectives aren't like always there anymore. The what you said earlier about playing Warzone. Uh, and having to keep up with the meta, um, and in Call of Duty now, all your guns have like weapon levels, right? And that's how you get your attachments. Um, that is absolutely still the case. If I didn't have Vanguard, I wouldn't have been able to keep up with the Warzone meta really this year. Like it would have been impossible because I was into both around when Vanguard came out. Went into Vanguard multiplayer to level up like the STG44 and the MP40 and the combat shotgun, which were like meta guns at launch. Getting a combat shotgun to level 70 through Warzone, where you get maybe three kills in a match, and that takes half an hour, is impossible. 
right, compared to multiplayer where you can go on, I don't know if you played, you did play some Vanguard, right? I played a little bit of Vanguard multiplayer. Yeah. In the multiplayer, there was a map, I think it's called like Das House, and my goodness, Das House was like pure chaos. Everyone just, re- it's like one of those really compact shipment style maps where it's just, everyone's using shotguns, everything's exploding all the time. It is like your ears explode because there's just so many noises happening. Uh, your eyes will probably bleed because everyone's just like sprint signing around. <laughs> um, but you get like a hundred kills with your combat shotgun, and that's how you level it up, right? And then you, that takes yeah, a, a match of that takes two minutes because it's pure chaos. And then you know you can easily get your attachments and jump into Warzone. But yeah, if you're if you just have Warzone. Again, like even simple progression outside of battle passes and like earning guns, like just simple progression to like get a better barrel for your gun becomes tedium. Uh, and, and again, once your progression gets like tiresome and you don't, it feels like a chore, that's when you tap out. Yeah, and, it, and you know, then you go to Apex and you're like, oh, yeah, I uh, play some Apex in the first 10 levels, maybe like things are happening really fast. And then it starts to slow down and you get into the slow trickle of like, you know, absolutely nothing. Uh, and then it then again, the cycle just continues. <laughs> yeah, I just don't like the fact that like Activision Blizzard knew exactly what they were doing when they kind of made that relationship between Warzone and, and Modern Warfare, kind of like gate, like you were saying, gating um, sort of progression. Like the fact that basically you were forced to play I suppose you're not technically forced, but you are sort of forced to play a game that you might not want to, to enjoy another one that you do actually enjoy. Um, Yeah, and Warzone is a bad time if you don't have, you know, like that matter. Like it is not as enjoyable. Um, Yeah. Yeah, you can't keep up. Yeah, and I just, again, that's another part of like, and one of many reasons why like I just stopped uh, I stopped with it um, because at some point your brain just clicks and you go, actually, you know what? I'm sort of, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm wasting my time here. I could be doing <laughs> something more enjoyable. Um, just we've, like- uh, we've, we've, we've <laughs> been fairly negative <laughs> here. Um, is, do you think there's anything that like, either right now does it right or that you could envision doing it right because uh, like at least in terms of like a battle pass i do think there is a right approach um yeah i i i think like at one point I mean, number one for me is at one point like warzone and, and destiny um and even like valorant and CSGO and Overwatch and all these different games, um, I invested, like, it's got to have been hundreds of hours in, like, each one. Um, at one point in my life, um, they were, like, the game that I was playing and probably, like, the only game that I was playing. Like, I was logging in each night to, to complete challenges or to or, or to rank up. Uh, not to rank up, but to... Um, yeah, I suppose rank up in in like the ladders, you know, going from gold to plat or whatever. Um, just like sort of really goal oriented, um, or even just like Warzone, just like logging in and playing with some friends and and being sort of really invested in like the meta uh, and the guns and um, you know what's strong and what's good. Um, so I suppose they those games like we've been really negative about them. <laughs> um, but but actually, um, they did they did kind of get it like right um, for me, uh, and I suppose they did get like hundreds of hours out of me. <laughs> so hey, like I can't be too negative because at the end of the day, I was like really invested in them. Um, I suppose like the difference is now that like it's it, like may I I just find it difficult to go back. Um, but I think right now. Um, a game that is getting it right for me is is Fortnite. Um, and we mentioned this in the last episode. Like, th- this was a game that I just used to take the piss out of all the time. And and now look at me, I'm playing it in no build. Um, I find I can invest time in that game and kind of not worry about you know the fear of of, of missing out. 
um, on stuff, even though Fortnite has like bazillions of, of skins and all of that. Um, it's it's mainly like skins, though. A lot of it is cosmetic. Um, there's never really like with Warzone and stuff. Um, there's like the best guns to get, whereas in Fortnite, it's just whatever they give you uh, in in like the loot pool is what you're getting, and everyone gets the same thing, so I don't need to worry about that at all. Um, skins I can always just like wear kind of what I like, uh, <laughs> and I can. I don't mind missing out on those. Um, I find the battle pass is actually quite like generous. Like it's quite a nice battle pass. Um, yes, it costs like, I don't know, like seven, eight quid or something. Um, but it doesn't take much to like, you can play for like an evening, even for just an hour. And you can earn like a lot of XP towards it by doing basic stuff. And I just find like Fortnite, um, what literally whatever you're doing is it's rewarding you with stuff in like a nice way and you can kind of pick and choose even what um rewards you get from the battle pass nowadays which i think is like a nice touch um often games don't let you choose do they they just kind of give you like ranks one to a hundred and no matter what you're gonna get some like i don't know shite <laughs> um <laughs> wall spray or something a level two and you may have worked really hard to get to level two and you're still getting that thing whereas in this you kind of in Fortnite, you earn battle stars for completing stuff and you can kind of choose what you unlock with them um to a certain degree you kind of have to unlock some of the shit stuff to to get through the tiers but for the most part you don't you don't need to um so I suppose I'm not like mega invest in Fortnite. Like I'm not playing it each night. I'm not really kind of following a meta and all of that sort of stuff. Like I, I used to, I'm not, I'm not bothered about climbing ranks uh, and any of that. Um, but just the fact that I'm not, I just don't feel like I'm missing out on anything. Uh, I'm, I'm just able to jump in and play it and just like enjoy myself and still feel like I'm earning, earning things. And I can just dip out even for just a season. Um, I suppose there is like a narrative uh, to Fortnite, uh, like a loose one. I don't know what the theme for this season is. They're like increasingly bonkers. Vibing. It's vibing. It's, it's vibing. It's, just, it's, it's just vibes now. Like, vibe with Darth Vader. That's the, the theme for the season. Yeah, it's like it's like general vibes this season with like <laughs> some magical trees and like some product placement, which is Darth Vader <laughs> and Indiana Jones. Um, so there's there's always some got to be some. a magic tree and some product placement. <laughs> that's yeah. Fortnite. That's Fortnite, baby. <laughs> that's that's it. And like, I suppose like back in the day, it was like like there's Kevin the Cube or something was roaming around. Like I I yeah, I don't really understand this like narrative. I don't think there really is one. Let's be honest. But um, yeah, I suppose that's the only thing that I am missing out on is the Fortnite lore, which is apparently is vibing right now. We've hit the vibing chapter. It's um, fine. You can keep up with it in the comics, right? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they have Fortnite comics, and they yeah, they give you like I think they give you like exclusive skins sometimes. Maybe I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, isn't like Batman in those comics? And it's wild, wild. Um, I mostly agree on Fortnite. There's there's no better way to get me to engage than to tell me I can dress up as Darth Vader at the end of it. Like, <laughs> their product placement works for me because I do engage with a lot of hashtag content right like i spend my evenings watching like the latest marvel show on disney plus so if you tell me i can get a cool skin from that then i'm all in like (laughs) yeah and and obviously that's how they get me to buy stuff in their store as well fortnite probably gets most of my money out of all of these like you know it's like thor comes out next week Right, if there's a, like a cool Thor skin, or even better, like a mighty Thor skin, because like I, I that's what I would want to like dress up as right now. Like, then I would spend fifteen pounds on that, and <laughs> I hate myself for it too, but I do it. Um, the only thing with Fortnite that like slightly puts me off is if I go to Destiny Two or I go to Apex, I. 
primarily love those games for the like not for the progression. Like I love Apex for its like fluid and fast movement system. Right? And I love yeah, Destiny 2 because I genuinely think it's like it's one of I guess the most creative FPSs uh out there right now or like mainstream FPSs, you know, like something weird by devolver is probably gonna you know topple any of these in creativity right like me and you were looking yesterday at a game that came out a few years ago called like boomerang x which i believe oh, yeah. is like a devolver game and that like stuff like that is Banger. you know another level but like in terms of like mainstream fps's uh i think destiny 2 is very creative with its abilities there's so many different play styles and also you get to walk around on the moon so it's cool <laughs> sci-fi stuff which i'm into um Fortnite, I I don't know how much I actually care for like its core mechanic, like uh, like or I mean we play no build, but like I don't know how much I even care for like playing Fortnite. Like when I go to Fortnite, I spend most of my time following daily and weekly and seasonal challenges around the map, <laughs> uh, which is great yes. when like you know. I'm hanging out with a friend and we haven't seen each other in a week and it's like, oh, I can't like get over to your house, but we can hop on Fortnite, uh, you know, and, and and we we don't really think what we're doing. We just like, between games, we quickly mark the next thing on the map that we need to go to. It's like, oh yeah, there's a base over there that has a, you know, Dwayne Johnson's there and we can talk to him and he'll give us some new quests. I don't know. Um, but like, I don't actually... At the only time in Fortnite where I start to like care about the game side of it and not the progression side of it is when I realize after mindlessly running around the map and just like having a chinwag for 20 minutes, I realize like, holy shit, we're in the top five. <laughs> <laughs> We've somehow survived all of this. Um, maybe we should get serious and clutch up here, right? And that then is when like I start to actually care about Fortnite as a game and not as like a progression track of rewards. Um, yeah, whereas I think maybe the balance is a bit better in like Apex or Destiny. Like I those progression tracks are still very prominent. Um but when I'm in a game, I'm in a game. Or at least for Apex. Like Destiny 2 I guess is a little different because I'm doing the things to like, you know, tick off certain exotic quests and stuff but like combat feels cool i'm throwing knives in the air and you know i'm using cool spells of the warlock or stuff like that and it all feels more flashy i suppose uh i maybe i want to live in a sci-fi movie i don't know but <laughs> um like in apex right. when i'm in a game i am in a game you know and like I am thinking about like, oh, I need that gun. I need to get that attachment for the gun. Then I need to go here because the circle is there. And I, there's like pressure to keep moving and pressure to, you know, to win. In Fortnite, I shit you not, I have once in a game stacked up with like healing sprays and stuff and then just run into the circle to go complete quests. And I just use healing sprays to keep topping my health up so I don't die. And then I can just complete quests in the circle. doesn't even matter. <laughs> and it's... <laughs> And then, like, you know, you find a rift to go, and that throws you up in the air, and then you're back in the circle when you need to be. But, like, you can so you could spend ages just walking through the circle, like, on the edges of the map, completing your quest with the healing sprays, and you don't even play the game. Like, and I think that ends up, that's what Fortnite ends up being for me, like, so, so often. Yeah, it's quite, like, interesting. You, you play Apex and, uh, and whatever else. Um, because you like just it, you enjoy like the skill and you get really involved in like the mechanics of it. Um, whereas I think that I think I'm just old and jaded now. Like I I think I used to I used to play. That's why I liked playing Valorant. I loved CS:GO back in the day. Um, not I suppose there was an element of I I wish I was this rank in this game. Um, but what kept kept me coming back was like the mechanics of, of CSGO. Like I wanted to make my aim better and I wanted like to make my movement better. And I just love like, uh, like even just watching videos of like how to throw like smoke grenades at certain angles to make, 
<laughs> to make them like cut off certain parts of the map. Um, getting really like deep into into that sort of thing because I just used to really love it. Um, and I don't know, maybe I'll go back to that at some point, but maybe that's why I like Fortnite right now because as you were saying, it is mechanically, it's the shooting and stuff. It's no, it's, there's no patch on like Destiny, which I think has some of the best shooting in, in an FPS. It's so satisfying. It's 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 so like punchy. The, even just the way the enemies like explode <laughs> in like light and stuff when you when you headshot yeah. them, I think is amazing. And Fortnite shooting's pretty basic. Um, you just aim a reticule, and there's a little bit of bullet drop and a little bit of recoil. But for the most part, it's like you just shoot some dude um, by clicking. And you hope to hit them. I suppose there's a there's more skill involved when it comes to like building. Um, I suppose you kind of when you strip away the building, it takes away a lot of Fortnite's like character. But um, yeah, I think for me at the moment, I suppose Fortnite kind of just feels that like I just don't want to give too much of a shit about the mechanics right now. Um, but maybe if I get back into something like Apex or, or start really start playing it. I'll start to want to to get good at it. Maybe that's what I need. Um, a kick up the arse again. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we shall see. Um, we shall see if if I if I bother whether whether I stay with Fortnite, which is mainly what I've been playing right now. Yeah, um, I mean, like with Fortnite for me, like like I say, I spend a lot of time doing quests. It really is down to like the whole theme of the episode like it's FOMO if I don't get that Darth Vader skin I there will be tears shed um, and you know if my mate does get it and I don't that'll bully me and that isn't fair so, <laughs> you know I have to complete my quests because otherwise I won't have the cool Darth Vader skin when the Indiana Jones skin comes out I'm gonna have to put some time in because <laughs> it's Indiana Jones so I, I guess like Fortnite thrives for me maybe on its simplicity because uh, I don't have to think too much mechanically about it, but especially in no build, but like it really is FOMO that keeps me coming back. Like I'm just scared of not getting a cool Darth Vader skin or like not logging on to check the store and missing the mighty Thor skin coming out. <laughs> <be proud>. Right? <laughs> like... Yeah, FOMO is a big part in why I play any of these, I suppose. Um, but, like, I will say, on the top, like, FOMO is, is so often a bad thing with these like, games, right? Because it starts to feel like a chore, and you start to feel the tedium setting, and then, like, you just don't want to play anymore. Um, but, like, this wasn't a thing when, like, I was a kid. Obviously, like, I assume the same for you, that like, when you were playing, like, early Call of Duties, like, my first one was like I kind of played World at War, but not really. Like online, my first one was Modern Warfare Two. Once you hit max level, like you were done. You could prestige and go through it again, but like once you hit max level, like there, there wasn't much to do. You just play the game because of the game, I suppose. Which is a I don't know an odd concept yeah an odd one right now (laughs) um but like there is something nice about constantly having something to work towards and constantly having something to earn and i don't i don't think it's all good because like that fomo i mean a people end up like spending money to buy tears which is you know like that's when like things like maybe become more of an issue because you can spend a lot of money to you know negate a lot of the time investment that you would otherwise have to put into this stuff. Um, but like if you're just playing like you know any of these games casually, Fortnite, Apex, Destiny Two, like there's a battle pass there, and by doing anything really, you will tick up on it, and you will get you know a cool skin or. Yeah, and there's always something to work towards if you want it to be there, which yeah. is nice. I like that. I think <laughs> and... I don't like it when it is like profile icons and fucking sprays, but if it's like, you know, a cool skin or a weapon skin or anything like that, then I think I'm in. I think that, 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 that I'm in for that. I think. I suppose we'll leave it on that on that positive note. A rare positive note from us uh, on <laughs> on games. <laughs> 
Right, on to the bit. We usually talk about what's kind of going on in news, but that's nah, fine. Uh, we're just going to talk about what we've been playing, uh, yeah, which we're is... we're recording this one too early, right? <laughs> yeah, it's like there's like nothing that's happened in like the last, what, two days, two, three days since we last <laughs> recorded, so it's fine. Um, we the, the big the big sort of FPS, I suppose, of the moment is, is Neon White, um, a sort of speed-running, very anime... Um, card based shooter thing um which uh, i know alice o on the site has been very big into and some other members um have, have started playing it um and hayden you you are one of these people who, who's given neon white like a, a brief a brief go um i'm in for any father you know i'm there <laughs> <laughs> so just wanted to get like your quick your quick thoughts on it because i've not played it um so do you do you do you have fun with it is it is it good is it as good as people say i do have fun with it i think your explanation was very good by the way the very anime card-based shooter so like as a brief description for people that haven't seen Neon White, especially because I believe it's only on PC and Switch, maybe? I'm not I sure. I think that's um, right, yeah. Yeah. Um, it is a speedrunning FPS. So the, the, the you're on a map, and there are various anime demons out there that you need to kill, um, and you also have to reach like the end goal, and you want to do it in the fastest time possible. Um, and there are cards scattered around that you can grab, and they each have essentially each card is a gun and you can either shoot that gun you know pistol assault rifle sniper rifle whatever to deal like a bunch of damage to these demons and kill them or you can sacrifice that card to use the gun's like special ability um which is like more movement based so like for a pistol it will give you like another jump um for the sniper rifle you'll like dash forward so if there's like a really big gap you can dash across it if you sacrifice the sniper rifle so stuff like that um and and i've never really got into like speed running before like i have like watched a few like interesting speed runs and i used to do like a little bit of surfing on csgo um you know where like people would make like uh, so like parkour levels almost, but like you'd gain momentum as you went, and like that's what surf. You know what I mean? Like you surf between like tiny objects to try and get the best time. Um, and like uh, neon white is, I guess, the first chance I've had to like, really get into speed running. And I think the thing that strikes me like as the most interesting part is you can just repeat these levels over and over again, and you might shave off 0.0001 of a second, right? Like, absolutely nothing. Um, But, like, it it feels wrong. But, like, occasionally now I'll start levels and think, like, this is not an actual run. I'm not going to, you know, go for a time here. And instead I just walk around the map and try and put together this puzzle of like, right, well, that's the main route. And Alice, I was mentioned this before, like that's the main route you can go down. But there's actually a bunch of hidden paths and stuff that you can find. And if you find those and see how they connect up to the main path and maybe, you know, and you can skip like sections or find ways around that the game is intentionally trying to not point to, which I think is just really cool game design. Like usually games you play any game now and it like the thing you can use is highlighted right like it's obvious and it's the the world is built in a way to get your eyes focusing on the thing that matters right and in neon white it's intentionally trying to guide you down the main path which is not the best way so you really have to think and it becomes more of a puzzle than just like a speedrun fps you really have to think about how do i counter and and break apart that main path and look for the you know the subtle little shortcuts and stuff that might shave off like half a second which in speedrunning land is big big numbers right (laughs) yeah it seems every every millisecond matters in a speedrunning game so and are you um because it's to do with speedrunning and shaving you know time off off these runs are you competing uh, with with anyone on your friends list? Are you one of those people who's like, right, I'm going to beat all your times? 
Yeah. <laughs> so, um, people might not know. People won't know this, I suppose. Um, but I'd say me and, and, and Liam, our, our video bud, um, have a bit of a rivalry in a lot of ways. <laughs> Tend to do a bit of bullying towards each other, a little bit of banter, stuff that's serious. Um, but Neon White is the perfect chance to, like, you know, new bullying material. <laughs> so, like, I got it just after we ended. So, like, he played through the first chapter or whatever, which is like 10 levels. And as I was going through them, I could see his time my friends list. Um, and if he had got like 11 seconds, I would make sure I got 10 seconds before I moved on. <laughs> like, I had to beat him by like at least a second, like a good margin. And there was there was only one level. Uh, usually I could do that a few tries because Liam's garbage, right? <laughs> but like, there's one level in the first chapter and I can't, I can't remember what the layout was. But he had like eight seconds or something ridiculous and I was consistently getting like 15 and I was like so angry and bitter <laughs> because like I hadn't lost at this point and I couldn't fathom how he had done it because he had like cut my time in half. But this is where it comes down to like it is really just this big puzzle that you have to put together because as I was running through it maybe the 30th time, I realised that I could skip like an entire section by like jumping across a gap and like boosting across or whatever. And if I could like turn around and 360 some demons in the air while doing that, then I could like get his time. And then it just became about mastering that and shaving off, you know, tenths of a second until eventually, eventually I was like ahead of him. And then, oh, Everything was right in the world again, you know. The it sun seemed, was shining. It seems children like, were happy outside. You know what I mean? Because I had beaten him, and that's all that matters. <laughs> it seems like uh, bitterness and jealousy can drive you in, in neon white to to good things, which I <laughs> it drives me more than a battle pass does. I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and it, in it's quite interesting. You say that like it, the game is more about. Um, uh, sort of breaking apart the levels and kind of like approaching them uh, as like a a speed run a speed runner um, might might do. Uh, are there like any ways the game gives you like if you maybe you aren't so uh, aren't so sort of tuned into that way way of thinking or if you're kind of like really struggling to break apart these levels? Does it kind of give you like little little hints or or sort of is there a way it kind of goes about that or is it right you're just going to figure this out like and go for it? You just figure it out. Like, so you get like bronze, silver, gold, ace medals. So, like, you know if you're not taking the optimal path because you'll get like a gold medal, right? And like, no one wants a gold medal. Everyone wants an ace medal. So, like, you'll know if you're taking the wrong path. And then it's just about course correcting. And if you keep running the same thing over and over again and, and expect to beat your time by like a substantial margin, I don't know if this is what he actually said, but isn't that like what people say Einstein defined insanity as? Like doing the same thing <laughs> over and over again and expecting different results. I think that's actually false. I don't know if he said that. But like in Neon White's case, I think that's largely true. Like you're going to drive yourself up the wall. No one, you can't run the same like main path that it obviously wants you to go down 20 times and expect to like lose five seconds when you realize that path isn't the right one and that's just what they want you to think you have to break out of the box here people you gotta just reject you know re reject the hierarchy there right you just gotta tell no and you have to blaze your own path uh it's just really a beautiful message <laughs> and when you do that and, and you maybe spend some time like breaking the level down like a puzzle like we said and like looking for those shortcuts and stuff, you'll likely realize another way. Like, they are pretty hidden and hard to find, but you'll know the main path. If you're like stuck getting golds or like barely getting aces, and like people on the global leaderboards are like five seconds ahead of you, there's a better path out there. And it just comes down to approaching it like a puzzle and slowing down and taking time to just walk around. Not everything's a sprint. Sometimes it's a marathon. And you gotta just walk around the levels a bit, you know, and then you'll you'll break it open eventually. It sounds... And there's lots of in that. But it doesn't yeah, it doesn't guide you. 
in any way, I wouldn't say. Like other than that main path, which is the wrong path. <laughs> it sounds really it sounds really, really good. I've sort of heard that maybe the writing, like it it's obviously very anime, the whole presentation, the writing's a little bit like maybe off putting if you're not it if you don't kind of get get into the vibe <laughs> of I things. The dialogue. <laughs> it makes me very uncomfortable. So I just skip through all of it. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't have to review it. <laughs> yeah, it's not a problem to listen to all of that. I suppose as long as the shooting and and the you know that that sort of thing is is rock solid, which it clearly sounds like it is, then uh, really I is can cool. I can get behind the the weird anime uncomfortableness, or at least not get behind it, but just kind of skip through it. Um, I'll definitely want. I'll definitely try and pick it up, and then you have um, me on Steve. Try and beat my time. <laughs> yeah, I'll. Yeah, what will happen is we'll just become like arch enemies uh because <laughs> we'll have to chat every like couple of weeks and it will just descend into us chatting about neon white uh sat here silently playing neon white and going like oh i'll beat you again <laughs> <laughs> i'm definitely gonna try and beat liam's times that's that's the number one priority for me yeah, you just do it's easy <laughs> um and on that note i suppose we'll you know we'll end and hopefully Liam will actually edit this for us. So thank you very much for listening to this episode of The Ultimate Audio Bang. If you want to make sure you never miss an episode, be sure to subscribe via your podcasting platform of choice. There are also a number of other ways you can support the show. You can follow us on Twitter. Uh, RPS is at Rock Paper Shot. I'm at From Edward. And Hayden is at Hayden underscore Hefford. And if you want to chat to some lovely people, you can go join the RPS Discord. Uh, that's at discord.gg slash rockpapershotgun. You can get some very nice clothes in the form of RPS shirts and hoodies. You can head on over to store.repop.com to see what threads we're selling and whether you'd like to purchase any. And last but not least, for all of your PC gaming needs, make sure you head on over to rockpapershotgun.com. So that's it from the both of us. Uh, we'll catch you later. Bye.